Well, hello, hello, hello. It's Michelle Donatian here from Moments with Michelle. And today is our second uh, podcast, as I told you, part two, about love. And I'm just getting us live on Facebook now. And so those who want to tune in are going to tune in. And you're kind of hearing the behind the scenes, if you will. And here we are. We are live. Hallelujah. So again, this is Michelle Donatian with Moments with Michelle Donatian. And it is Tuesday night. Today is the 3rd? Yes, today is the 3rd of July. And we are live streaming on Facebook. And we are recording the most recent podcast episode about love. And so I just want to get all of the housekeeping things. Um, you know, of course, the name of the podcast is Moments with Michelle Donatian. And before we even do that, though, I want to start with prayer. Before we go on any further, I want to start with prayer. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for everything that you've done here. We thank you for what you're going to do here. I ask you, Lord God, to touch the hearts of the people. Bring the people that need to listen. Have them listen in, Lord God. Bring them here, Father. I ask you to soften their hearts. Touch their hearts. Touch all of us, Lord God, by your Holy Spirit. We thank you, and I promise to give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. So, again, this is Moments with Michelle Donatian, and we are live on Facebook Live tonight, so you can tune in uh, to Facebook Live if you happen to catch this, um, if you happen to like to listen to both the podcast and watch the video on Facebook Live, feel free to go right over to my Facebook. This podcast is on Anchor, and of course, you can go to Anchor, you can download the app. Uh, it's for Android or OIS or iOS. I'll just say Apple. I can never remember if it's OIS or iOS, but Android and Apple. So if you've got an iPhone or an Android, you can download download Anchor. You can also go to the um, iTunes and you can listen to the podcast there. It's called Moments with Michelle Donatian uh, as well. So you can do either of those. And also, we're on a couple of, we're on another podcast um, show. I, I, I found it by Googling it, actually. Um, I was looking to send a link on my um, Instagram page, and so I found it somewhere else. I have to do a little research, but um, Moments with Michelle Donatian. And so you can go to my Facebook page, and that is under Michelle Donatian, Inc., and you can catch the live broadcasts. We're also going to be working on a couple of other things. We're working on some, uh, I'm working on an ebook right now as well. And the ebook is about how I lost 100 pounds. Um, if you want to hear the testimony and you're interested in hearing um, some detail about how I did it, um, really how the Lord did it, you can go to the first seven episodes of the podcast. And I shared uh, in those episodes what I actually did, how the Lord changed my life, my heart, and he can do the same for you. Um, but I'm working on an ebook, 
and that ebook is going to go into a lot more detail um, about the particulars. I'm going to share more, and so maybe you're a book reader, maybe you don't like to listen to podcasts, or maybe you have someone who doesn't listen to podcasts, or they're not internet savvy or you know computer savvy everybody's different i like to read books but i also like a video and sometimes i like a podcast so this is why we have this in various formats and the podcast is the main format as this at this point but um we are working on lots of other things so please share with your friends uh share with your loved ones tonight we are going to be talking about love And yesterday, I shared with you about what the Lord showed me about love and how how love is so important. It's so important. And even now, before we continue on, I just want to pray. I just see the leading of the Holy Spirit to pray, and I'm going to do that for each and every one of you. So, Lord Jesus, I just come before you and I ask you to touch each one's heart with real love. Let them experience your true love. Let them see what it really is and help them to walk in it. I thank you for it. I will give you all the praise and all the glory. I promise you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. All right, so love. Do you walk in love? Do you know what it means to walk in love? Have you experienced love? Well, if you're a believer, you've experienced the love of Christ. The love of Christ is is the reason that you have an inheritance because of the love of Christ Jesus. The love of Christ is what caused him to die on the cross so that our sins might be forgiven. Forgiven. He shed his blood for you and for me so that we would be able to fully understand his love. Not only that, but there's more. I'm going to take you to Ephesians 1 in the Word, okay? Because you know... God is love. So in the book of Ephesians 1, let's see here. I'm going to go around to a different to a couple of different places as the Holy Spirit leads me because you know how it is. You have your plans, but the Lord has his plans. And I'm here just to be a vessel of God. My plans, my plans can go out the door. I'm here to honor the Lord and through being a vessel He's going to be able to use me to bless you. So whoever it is that's out there that needs to hear this, listen up, friends. God has a message for you. All right. The book of Ephesians. And we're going to start with 3.1. 3.1. And it says, for this cause, and this is Paul writing this book. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, For you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words. Let that sink in for a moment. 
For this cause I, Paul the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. Now Paul knew love because he's the prisoner of Christ, really for you and I. If you're not Jewish, you are a Gentile. Okay? And some of you listening in might be Jewish, but we know if you're not Jewish, you are a Gentile. And those that were, Paul was speaking about in Bible times were Gentiles as well. And because of the love of Christ, because of Paul's love and the grace that the Lord Jesus showed him, he was able to show the love of Christ to the Gentiles. If ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Oh, by revelation. So Paul is saying here that through the revelation of the Holy Spirit, which is the Jesus' Spirit, through the revelation, that's how he understands this. He's been, the, the mystery has been made known unto him. And he even wrote about it. It says, I wrote in few words. I wrote it for in few words. Whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge and the mystery of Christ. So Holy Spirit, I ask that you give each one revelation as we read this word tonight. Which in other stages was not, and I thank you for it. I thank you for it, Lord. Which in other stages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That Gentiles, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of of God, given unto me by the effectual working of his power. So you see, we're part of the body of Christ. We're part of the body of Christ because of his love. We're part of the body of Christ, and that means that the love of Christ is shed abroad in our hearts, that we may be partakers of it. We may be partakers of his grace, of his mercy, and we are also heirs because we are part of the body. We are part of his body because of his death on the cross, because of his love for you and for me. Because of his love for you and for me. I want to explain something to you. I want to explain what it means to walk love out. Now, maybe you know what it means and maybe you've really experienced it. And I have a lot to learn. I have so much more. Excuse me. So much more to learn about love. But what I know about love and walking it out is forgiveness in your heart. That's love. When you can forgive people for wrongdoing against you, even the most malicious wrongdoing, that's love. The Lord called us to love. So when your sibling, your brother or your sister, they did whatever they did to you, 
and you hold on to that and you, you never forgive them and you have bitterness and you let it take root. You're being foolish for a few reasons, but I digress for a moment. I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to share that with you. I'm going to explain that to you in a minute. But that's love. Love is loving people who are not lovable. The Bible says it. It's easy to love people who love you back. It's easy to love people who are kind to you. It's easy to love people who never uh, discourage you or who never make you feel bad. But that's not real love. Real love is what you do when things... Real love is not easy. Real love is not easy. But a real love can be accomplished through Jesus Christ. Because the Bible tells us that he showed us love, that we might see his example. We're to walk in love. I'm going to take you here to Ephesians 4.1. And it says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. So you're called to something. Whatever that call is, the only way to walk worthy of it is to do it with all lowliness and meekness and long-suffering. That's patience. Forbearing one another in love. You can't walk as a believer without love. Love in spite of all the other parties wrongdoing. Love is real love when you really let go. When you really let go of the hurt that someone else inflicted or caused you and you love them no matter what and you choose to continue to be tender-hearted. The word uses the Bible uses the word tender-hearted. That's in Ephesians, being tender-hearted towards each other. Tender-hearted. That is being considerate. That's being thoughtful. That's thinking of putting yourself in their shoes. Being compassionate. Being empathetic. That's tender-hearted. Are you tender-hearted? Are you tender-hearted? Not only towards the people who are kind to you and tender-hearted to you, but are you tender-hearted to those that are mean and unkind and don't want your forgiveness, quite frankly? They could care less if they had your forgiveness. Are you tender-hearted towards them? Do you remember a few episodes back? I believe it was episode 9. We're in episode, part 2 of episode 10 today. So episode 9. In episode 9, I taught you about Paul and Silas. 
and Paul and Silas, how they went through tribulation. They went through serious tribulation. They were beaten. Paul was beaten almost to death on numerous occasions. Paul, he was called by God, and in every situation, there was some kind of persecution that he experienced. He experienced persecution. Now I take you to the point, to the part about the jailer. Do you remember the jailer? Paul was in Macedonia. Paul was, he hadn't even started preaching yet. Lydia, there was a woman named Lydia who was, her heart had been prepared. She was on the beach. Then Phil, and, and Paul was going to go to pray with whoever else was with him, and that Silas was, and it says we all, so there were other people there. They went to pray, and the Lord had already prepared Lydia's heart to receive the Holy Spirit. So Paul prayed for her. She received the Holy Spirit. They went back to her house. Then Paul went into the city, and as he was in the city, Lydia, I believe Lydia was with him. Yeah, she, I think she was. I can't remember exactly now, but... You can go back into the book of Acts, chapter 16, and you'll, you can read about it. And I'm going to go there right now. Okay, I want to give that to you. I don't want to miss that, because that's an important point. What's important about it is that everything that Paul experienced and everything that he did was ordained by God. Everything. And the same for you and I. God uses our mistakes and our persecution to teach us. That's part of his love. It's part of his love. So in the book of Acts, chapter 16, okay, it says, let's see here. I wasn't planning to go here, so let's see. Um, I'll start with four because you're going to hear about love, Okay. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, so the Holy Ghost forbade them. They were going to go but the Holy Ghost forbade them to preach the word in Asia. The people weren't ready yet. The Holy Ghost forbade them. After they came, after they were come to Mycenae, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. So they were going to wait. They were going to go into Bithynia. The Holy Spirit said, mm -mm, wouldn't let them, wouldn't release them to go. And they passing by Mycenae, came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Now I'm going to wait a second there because, you see, Paul loved the Lord. The Bible says that Jesus said this, If you love me, then why don't you do what I say? If you love me, why don't you do what I say? Paul loved Jesus. As we read earlier, he called himself a prisoner of Christ for the Gentiles, the people he was writing the letter to. 
What does that mean? Well, Paul followed Jesus by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Whatever Jesus by the Holy Spirit told him to do, Paul did. And here, that's what he did. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will use and lead you. I pray that you will be convicted today and say to the Lord, Lord, I, I haven't been fully, I haven't followed you fully. Paul gives us a great example. I know I have to pray that too. And I have to say to the Lord, Lord, forgive me for having my own wants and my own decisions and things that I want to do and my own desires instead of putting your desires first. I'm supposed to pick up my cross, take up my cross daily. I'm supposed to die on the cross with Jesus daily. That means I'm supposed to stop and I'm supposed to do what Paul did. The Holy Ghost told him not to do something, so he didn't do it. The Holy Ghost told him not to go somewhere, so he didn't go. That's love. That's one way you walk out love, the love of Christ. Jesus said, why do you say you love me? He said, if you love me, then do what I say, do what I command. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not what I say? Lord. Lord means you've given him complete control of your life. Not only is he your savior, but he is in complete control. You've given it to him. He wants our heart. He wants our full heart. So I'm going to go back to Ephesians. And in the book of Ephesians, we're in chapter 4, okay? It says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. Forbearing one another in love. What does that mean, to walk in love? Well, it means that when the people around you don't love you, you still love them. And you don't do it begrudgingly. You don't say under your breath, well, I'm going to love them. No, that's not love. Love is pure. Love is kind. Love is what Jesus did on the cross for you and for me. That's what love is. Love is without cursing the people that spit at him, that called him names, that laughed at him, that hit him, that you know slapped him in the face, that pulled out his beard. Love is what Jesus did for you and for me and all those people who were literally in the act of doing that when he died on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. That's love. Can you say that? Can you pray that? Can you 
love your enemy? Jesus loved his enemies. We are his enemy if we are not walking with him. The Bible says it. They were the enemies of Christ because they had hate in their heart for him and they did not receive him. They rejected him. They rejected him. If you and I are to love, we must love with everything in our heart. The same love that Jesus gave to you is the love that you have to give out to those around you. Is it easy to love? Sometimes, yeah. Other times, not so much. But is it necessary to love? I want you to stop for a moment and think about that. Love. Do you hold a grudge when you love someone? No. No. And let me explain. When you love someone, you forgive them. The Bible says, if you don't forgive others, the Lord God will not forgive you. That's in the book of Matthew. I'm going to tell you, when I read that, it scared me. When I first read that, it scared me because I was doing a whole lot of holding on. <laughs> and a whole lot. Maybe you are here today. You know, when you're a new creature in Christ Jesus, all the old things pass away. So you're not even who you were when you were born. That's why the Bible says that you were born again. So as a believer, not before you knew Christ, as a believer in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 9, I'm going to start right there. It says, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we hollow his name. We tell him how holy he is and how wonderful he is. We love the Lord God. That's what we do when we pray. We follow his word when we love him. All of it. Yeah, I know that's a little hard. But you see, the Bible says, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things. That means that you can follow every commandment that he's given us. You can walk in the spirit as he's called us to. I can do it through Jesus Christ. You can do it because he loved us so much. He sent his Holy Spirit to enable us to do it.
verse 14, you see how much the Lord wanted us. Let me just read it. Let me just read it. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So when the people that come against you and they say mean things about you or to you or they have racism in their heart and they call you racist things or they treat you it's obvious that it's racism that they're discriminating against you or whatever it is. Do you love them? I'm going to tell you what I do. I'm going to tell you what I do. When I encounter racism, I choose to love those people no matter what. I know it hurts. It does. It hurts. It hurts. If you've never experienced racism, let me tell you, it hurts. It really does. People who experience it don't. We don't all have such a thick skin. I have a thick skin, but it still hurts. But how do I choose not to respond and not walk in love? How do I choose to respond out of love is the better way to put that? I purpose in my heart to have compassion and I always remember what must they have gone through. Because let me tell you something. Before I was saved, I was racist. Some people have a hard time believing that. God cleaned me up. Jesus cleaned me up really good. Really, 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 really well. And even in my young days as a believer, the Lord had a lot of work to do in me. And why do I bring that up? Because I know from personal firsthand experience what it's like to be racist. You know what starts? It starts as someone hurting that person. And then maybe multiple people have hurt that person. And then it's hurt. It really is hurt at first. My story is this. I lived in the South. We lived in Louisiana. And I can't even tell you all the people. I really can't even tell you all the people. But I just remember people would say really unkind things to me. And I remember a boy in the South, in Louisiana, making fun of the color of my skin. So it's brown. Well, clearly it's brown. He was white. I'm sure if he's still living, obviously he's still white. I didn't need to say that, but you get the point. And I remember him saying mean and unkind things to me. And we were kids. And it hurt. It hurt. Now I'm going to call it also what it is. That's a spirit. That's a spirit. There is hatred in that. That is a spirit. So I agreed with it. I didn't know, but I did. And most of us don't know when we agree with it. But when we agree with it, it's our sin. It becomes sin. 
So I was hurt. Then it turned into unforgiveness because it just kept happening and happening and happening. And then it turned into bitterness. It took root in my heart, this bitterness, to the point where I really didn't have anything good to say about anybody who was white. I had uh, one of my best friends, go figure, she was white. I loved her, loved her, still do. But I had so much, it was racism. It was racism. I had hate in my heart for you unless you proved to me that you weren't racist towards me. So now let me take you to today. God delivered me of racism. I don't have racism in my heart. Not at all. I raised my daughter. She didn't even know I had been racist. She didn't even realize when, it, when she experienced racism because I talked her through it. We prayed about it. Until she was older and she realized, wait a minute, I did experience racism. Not that she was oblivious to it, but because I handled it the way God wanted me to handle it, through prayer and through love. So for me, when I encounter someone who is racist, and I still do every day, it happens all the time, I choose to encounter those people with love the same love that Jesus gave me and I forgive them that's why I don't go around talking about all the things going on in the world and, and I really don't want to focus on the hate I know it's there it is the Bible says this world will wax more wicked and more wicked racism is here friends if you don't know it, let me be the first one to tell you. If you thought because President Obama was the president that we, we don't have a, a country with racism, I'm sorry, but you are mistaken. But I will tell you this. If we focus on it, all we do is perpetuate the very hate that Satan wants us to carry. See, don't be unwise. The Bible says this. Paul wrote it in his word. He said, don't be unwise. Don't be unwise and think that this isn't all from the enemy. Don't be unwise and think that if you focus on the racism rather than loving those people, that you're, excuse me, not participating in it too. Don't be unwise. We've got to be wise, friends. When we walk in love, that's every area of our life. And when you don't forgive those people who are racist towards you, the Lord's not going to forgive you. That's plain and simple. But it's so liberating to understand. Because the Lord loves you and I so much that he wanted us to know that. That's it, my friends. Love means walking out the hard things too. Love. I challenge and I encourage you to read the book of Ephesians. Starting with chapter 1. And it will tell you what the Lord God believes about you. He loves you so much. He has all of these wonderful things to say about you. And all these wonderful things that he's done in you. And then continue on. And stop at 6. And you're going to learn so much. Stop at Ephesians 6. 
read all the way through, one through six, you're going to learn a whole lot about love. And because of the love of Jesus Christ, you and I can sit here today and I can share with you how God has taken me from glory to glory and how he'll do the same for you. Now maybe you're sitting here and you just happened upon this station and maybe you've had hatred in your heart. And maybe you're saying, well, how can she walk in this love? How can she walk in it? How can she love those people who are racist? My friends, the only way I can do it is by having a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's the only way. I couldn't do it before Jesus. Oh, I couldn't do it. I had so much hate in my heart for anybody that did anything wrong to me. Anybody. My parents, my family, my siblings, my friends, strangers, anyone. Anyone. I had so much hate in my heart. And maybe you do today. If you're thinking right now to yourself, I want peace in my life. I'm tired of being always tied up and feeling like everywhere I go I have to hide or I have to uh, worry about what this one's thinking and that one's thinking. I don't have peace. I don't have the peace to love. I don't know how to love. There's so many things. Maybe you're saying just so many things in my life and I've heard about this Jesus and I've heard what you're saying you sound so free you sound like you're not all bound up well friends I'm not bound up but it's only because of Jesus Christ it's not because I don't have problems I have all the problems that everybody in the world maybe has encountered or will encounter in their lifetime we're all human but I have my Jesus Christ to help me through it. I have my Lord Jesus Christ to give me the victory so that when I walk through the pain and the trouble, I come out on the side of victory. Hallelujah. And you can too. So I just want you to pray with me now. You can have this freedom. Pray this with your mouth and mean it in your heart. The Bible says you must confess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart. And you too can have salvation. You too can have freedom. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I repent and I am sorry for all the hate that I've had in my heart towards so many people and all the hate that I've had and all my sin in my life and all the wrong and bad things that I've done. I don't want those anymore. I want to live a life of freedom. And I believe that I can do that with you. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross, that you were the Son of God, and that you shed your blood for my sins so that I would be forgiven. And I thank you for doing that for me. And I believe that I will have a life of freedom now. And when I die, I'll go into eternity with you. I choose that today, Jesus. 
I give you my heart and I ask you to take over it. Live and come and live inside my heart so that I might have peace and I can walk in this love. Thank you, Jesus. I believe and I receive your love that I have salvation today, now. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me of my sins. Amen. Well, friends, if you just prayed that prayer with me, welcome to the body of Christ. Because you are now a member of the body, you have so many wonderful things to look forward to. I welcome you with open arms. <laughs> I welcome you. I wish I could give you a hug right now, but... This virtual hug will have to do for today. I wish I could just hug you. I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy for you. Jesus loves you and he loves me. And he came to this earth so that he would experience life as a human being and he would experience everything we go through so that he would have true compassion and love for us and could understand what we all go through. He truly now will never leave you and he will never forsake you. My friends, our time is up here today. I want to thank you for tuning in I want you to share this podcast, share the Facebook Live video with your friends and your family, your loved ones. You can subscribe to my podcast on um, uh, the Apple iTunes. You can subscribe there, uh, Moments with Michelle Galatian. You can also subscribe on Anchor, same name, Moments with Michelle Galatian. You can like my Facebook page. It's Michelle Donatian Inc. Where you'll get all the updates about all of the podcasts and when we're doing new broadcasts and the new things that we're talking about every day for inspiration, for love. This is a community. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you have to say. Please comment, like the video. You can also go to my Instagram page, Michelle Donatian. And you can share your thoughts there. I just love you and I thank you for listening. God bless you. Until next time, we air normally 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday night. But check out my Instagram and my Facebook because sometimes we have special episodes just like tonight. God bless you. I love you. Thank you for listening and watching.